thought that we would really beat them, and I just predicted 7-2. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as one does. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Ashley was also close. She Ashley was also close. 6-2. to two. Yeah. But no, it seems nope. that um, you guys didn't have enough faith <laughs> in our scoring ability. <laughs> Nor in Carey Price, apparently. Oh, yeah. Lesson learned, ladies. Exactly. Lesson learned. <laughs> so, yeah. I believe that <clears throat> we can get started unless there's something you want to go over first. Uh, nope. I have no plan. Okay. Me neither. And that's no. why we're so good. <laughs> so, without further ado, <laughs> Two, five, five, four, four three, three, two, two. What? what? Hello world, here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Woohoo! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Can you believe it? <laughs> yes. Y yes? I can too. <laughs> I just watched it. I laid, I bared witness to what had happened. And let me tell you something about witnessing the Habs. Because right now I feel kind of bipolar. And that's not a stab at people that are clinically bipolar. Nope. I'm saying this because last night was not an enjoyable night for me. If and anybody... You were there. I was there. And if anybody has it's been to fault. the Prudential Center... Now, come now. If anybody <laughs> has been to the Prudential Center for a loss of your team it's you know it mm. because jersey is nothing but a goddamn troll farm <laughs> and that's all they're good for they lose tyler hall taylor hall yeah they're bottom feeders i'm actually i don't know i'm i yeah me neither some sort of lower body injury i thought or something LBI. just it's some sort of long-term injury and he's out for the season apparently oh shit I think so. Oh, he, that sucks. I mean, he's he's been injured for like a month or two or something like that. It's been kind of crazy. They're not even. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. The season's over yeah, who cares? Weeks. Yeah, exactly. I almost got into a fight with a group of middle schoolers because <gasps> I didn't know they're middle schoolers. <laughs> I was sitting there. It was it was not packed for a rink that can seat twenty, twenty one maybe. There were Whoa. twelve thousand people there. Empty seats all over the place, and I was in one of the upper sections. I almost had an entire row to myself. Oh, my. So I'm just lounging, watching this lethargic shit show unfold before me and on the ice. And I wasn't having fun. When no. I'm alone at a game, well, more specifically, when I am unsupervised at a game, I get slightly <laughs> rowdy. I have been at a game with you, Dave. Yes. Now take yes. that, flip it over to when they're losing. And it's not the yeah. ref's fault. It's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. Très bad. Très mal, as one says. Très mal. Mm -hmm. Mauvais. Mauvais. Very tabernacle. Now, um, <laughs> so, uh, at one point, uh, what the, what the hell did I say? Uh, there, there was a penalty. The middle schoolers. You almost... Right, right, right. So, and I thought they were high schoolers, but I found out later they were middle schoolers. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, what had happened was that um, there was a penalty on the play. I think it was during the second period. Um, I believe it was called on Jersey. And I did one of my patented, you can't do that. <laughs> because nobody can hear me. Nobody on the ice can hear me from the nose. But, well, they can probably hear me. And then oh, yeah. I and then I heard You're something loud. something quietly behind me like your team's losing. <laughs> oh. So I turned my uh -oh. head, and you know me, I have a glare. Yeah. I turned my mm. head, look up there, and I see a bunch of phones pop up. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I should be really careful right now. And yeah. pretty much, and pretty much what I did say, I just div did the cliche. Yeah, well, see you in the playoffs. Went oh. back to looking at the game. I would have said, um, I'm rubbering your glue. Ooh, they would have, they probably wouldn't have understood that. <laughs> honestly, come think of it. 
If you think about middle schoolers nowadays, I, I recall, I recall, excuse me, I recall working at a middle school as a truancy officer. And for those of you that don't know what truancy means, it means I was the attendance guy. So, well, truancy, to be more precise, is lack of attendance. Exactly. And mm-hmm. one of my uh, responsibilities was checking in kids that were late. It happens, of course. Things happen. And there was probably maybe around more than half of these kids could not read a clock. Oh, that is quite common. Mm. So, because of that. I have to assume that they don't know uh, certain platitudes, or uh, that's probably not even a platitude. But I remember you were glue. I don't think that's a platitude. That's just a. That's just. No, a, that's, that's just a, a sick a burn. Is a compliment. <laughs> is it? I thought it's more yes, like a. Uh, I think. No, no, no. Let me look it up. A platitude to me, I always thought a platitude. I feel like I know words, and then I don't know why I know them. But let me look it up. No, no, I'm the same way. Like I felt that a platitude is more of something like a uh, a saying, a very common phrase, like of uh, of common knowledge. Oh, you're right. Okay. A remark or statement, especially one with a moral content, that yes. has been used too often to be interesting or thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> it like like an example of a platitude is something like, um, oh no. The golden what? rule is a platitude. Um, do unto others as you'd have others oh, yeah. do unto you. You know, one of those. In one ear, out the other. Bam. Yep, that's another good one. Um, no, anyway, no, no. no. That's what a, yeah, that's what the golden rule is. You've heard it so often that you're like, whatever. Oh, really? I'm talking about the biblical one. Yeah, no, I know. But I mean, because it's uh, it's so common that it's sort oh. of, it's, uh, it's depth is mm-hmm. ignored it's common knowledge right and that's right and its depth is ignored like people hear it don't think about it no but when you really think about it that's all you have to do so we we here at the happy hour uh we are definitely proponents of that rule do unto others as you'd have others do unto you except yeah. twitter <laughs> except twitter is way out people know me i was not <laughs> happy i was I, and this word has been coming up a lot. I think the past three or four p- episodes we've used this word, but I was apoplectic. <laughs> I was beside myself in just rage. Oh, and then I, I had to be in Newark. Yeah, and in Newark, it's in just Newark. and it's like the drive down there was a hello, a windy. Hello, listeners in Newark. Yes, hello, Newark listeners. <laughs> go Habs, go! Congratulations on the win tonight. Thank God. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But but the drive down there from Albany, there was a wind advisory warning. They were banning trucks on the <gasps> thruway because of how windy it was. So I had two and a half hours of that to drive through. And then I have to drive through fucking Newark. I have to pay $35 to park my fucking car. What? what? Do you, what do you mean the chicken and fries are $15? What is American this? American dollars. It's not like this is New York City. Jeez. New York City. New York City. <laughs> Love those commercials. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, my name's David OJ, and I'm at MetalDave01 yeah. on Twitter.com, and I'm joined, <laughs> as always, by Veronica. Yeah, I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the happy hour tonight. Uh, tonight. At happy hour on Twitter. Uh, yes, so... Here's what's going on. Why we're recording so early after that huge intro about me almost fighting some middle schoolers. Um, and you know what's worse about that was that they were one of the sponsored groups at the oh at the rink God, too. Dave. So like, yeah, I know the devils brought them to enjoy a game, and instead oh. they have to deal with this asshole like four or five rows in front of them. <laughs> so they they got they got a good hockey and they won. So fuck them anyway. So yeah, fuck them. <laughs> assholes not that middle schoolers (laughs) yeah yeah them too well this is the yeah screw them all right um (laughs) so anyway the reason why we're recording so early is because uh the end of the week which is what we usually uh peg for uh recording nights doesn't work for anybody uh it works for me except veronica my schedule is the most flexible yes uh elizabeth's is not Rather, nope. Beth's is not. Uh, she is going to a wedding, I believe. Wait, was it? Oh yeah, that's right, Florida. She's she's a. Uh, oh. uh, I was gonna say a barmaid. 
No, no, no. She's not a bard. No, I mean. She's a bridesmaid. Yes. That's that's much more lofty. Yes. <laughs> and she's going to look beautiful. Oh, in yes. She's going to look fantastic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. She's going to have a great time in the sun. Oh, my God. Yes. What a freaking lucky lady. No she wind is. warning for Beth. No wind warning for Beth. Jesus, that was crazy. So, um, and then myself, um, the Rejects, the team that I play with, uh, have a playoff game Thursday. We could win Ooh. the championship that that night. I'm a point per game in the playoffs, which is awesome. That is great. Congratulations, That's Dave. super. Oh, I'm very happy about that. It, it is. No, no. It's it's good too because, um, I'm I play center and I have these guys tickets when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to faceoffs. Mm-hmm. I got them down pat and it's really great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You're manning my whole track. I figured them all out except this one kid, Foresta. Ooh, that Joey Foresta is really sneaky, but <laughs> I know I have to be more careful with him. Regardless, well, you know what Manny Malhotra did, eh? What did Manny Malhotra he, do, eh? He studied every single player in the in the NHL. Jeez. He studied video mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of them in the dot. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't have that luxury. We do not have video no. replay. Different. I just have to look at Fresta and be like, how you feeling today, Fresta? He's like, good. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> he's, Shit. he's going to do really good tonight. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but, you know, aside from that, though, I was also really tied up uh, Friday because I'll be going to MSG for the Rangers game uh, against That's the right. Habs, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then yeah. this weekend, uh, the Rejects team entirely – are going to be competing in a tournament in Vermont. So uh, all the squads are going to mix together. It's going to be kind of like two all-star teams we're kind of bringing, the best from each of the squads, and uh, seeing what we can do. And I got on to Rejects 1, I think. Wow. I believe it was. So, yeah, I got with all the good kids. Oh, that's awesome. It's super awesome. I'm very yeah. psyched. I like yeah. I like doing that sort of thing. Um, of course, it's hockey. So, of course. That's why we're recording. Now, we're going to talk about something way more fun than the goddamn <laughs> Jersey game, even though there's a ton of stuff I would really like to get to. But I've been talking for way longer than I ought to have been. Veronica, tell us about the game tonight. What happened? <laughs> well, well, Montreal Montreal won. Oh. Yep. Who would have thought? They won the game. Uh, got two points in the standings, which is good because so did Pittsburgh and all the other shitheads. Yep, yep. Um, and they won eight to one, so in a rather decisive fashion, scoring shorthanded at the end as well. Um, I, and it's bad that you threw to me at precisely this point because I missed uh-huh. half. Well, I didn't miss half of the game, but I didn't have my <clears throat> eyeballs on the first half because, as you know. I'm on the West Coast, so I usually um, listen to the game, at least around the first half or the first third of the game all the time on TSN 690. And lately, because Dan Robertson is calling the television games, uh, now we have Sean Campbell, who everybody knows is one of my favorites, calling the game on the radio. So he... My goodness, Sean Campbell is having a lot of fun, and he's really, really good at oh, this. That's so awesome. Um, and that's and... something to note, too. What an incredible tandem uh, Dan yeah. Robertson and Mike Johnson are. Incredible, yeah. great, such a joy to listen to. Always love Dan on the radio. Really yes. love John, uh, Mike's uh, color when the Habs are yeah. doing well. Because when they're not doing well, whoo-hoo, he lets them have it. Which is Yeah, he, he becomes very critical. He can. But, you know, mm-hmm. he's also a former, you know, he's a former player. So that's how he looks at the game. He's like, why well, is he he's out of also, position? And et cetera. He's also a closet, I'm convinced, Habs fan. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, when when yeah. they're doing well, he's like, oh, you almost got it. He's like, <laughs> they don't usually do that, which kind of makes it so much better for us, especially in this season. Having that enthusiasm to just call the game. Oh, awesome. No, and it's especially really cool hearing it from the player perspective. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like tonight, Kulak picked a fight towards the end, the end of the game mm-hmm. with, um, I've already forgotten his name, apparently the best player for the Oh, Detroit yeah, uh, freaking, um, how deep is your love? Dylan Larkin. How deep is your love? Oh, why did you sing that? 
because he's the guy on the commercial that does it. Oh. Like if you oh 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 so if you're watching the game through the NHL package, they have these really terrible commercials, and one of them has Dylan Larkin saying, "How deep is your love?" Like as he's mic'd up on the ice, and everyone hates it. I secretly love it because it's just so no, just him saying that. It's oh, so stupid. <laughs> I love the song. Oh yeah, the song's great, but just it it's only it's only like 2 seconds of it just cuts to Dylan Larkin skating. How deep is your love? And it cuts to whatever the fuck else the promo is. It's so silly. I have to I've love it. I've never seen that before. Oh my. Oh, so you So whenever we're bitching about it on Twitter, you have no idea what I we're have, talking about. I have about. no idea. I just participate and I like throw <laughs> Oil on the fire. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's just like a Chilean, ain't it? Jeez. <laughs> I will support you. I support my friends. That's how it goes. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I got it. Hopefully it's on YouTube or something. It's just so, so silly. It's like for, um, I don't even know what the hell it's about. I just know it as the How Deep Is Your Love commercial. Um, anyway, it, it was Kulak in. Maybe in it's for condoms. No, no, it's definitely hockey nope. related. Oh, <laughs> Veronica! Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm ah! using my brain. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Joke me! <laughs> I'm so far away because I'm curled up in my chair. Uh, <laughs> how deep is your love? Well, it's obviously a condoms commercial. <laughs> well, well, if a marketer hasn't thought of that, you know, too bad. Okay. <laughs> There's your idea. We're just going to. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. We're just going to scrap the podcast from now on. The the three of us are going to with Beth. We're just going to go into the condom business and just have. Oh, my God. And just have that as our tagline. Oh, my God. I'm not going to tweet that, but listeners just appreciate. No. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Not sorry. So anyways, Kulak and Larkin get into it at the <laughs> tail the way, end of the sorry, game. I must say here. <laughs> yeah. I just. I think that. Oh, wait a second. I think we're losing you a bit. What, what did you say before? Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying that the whole soundtrack for Saturday Night Fever. Uh-huh. Ooh, you might have to find a better spot where you keep losing you. Oh, no! Her is really... Oh, no. Skype is telling me right now that there's a poor connection. I will try to remedy this. Um, not quite back yet, though. Hello? Do we got you now? Oh, no. You me now? I hear you a little bit. Are you still with us? Oh, no. Get a new Wi-Fi. Okay. I got I'm you now. I'm on a new Wi-Fi. Yeah, I hear you much better now. Okay. I'm yes. on my other Wi-Fi. Okay, gotcha. All good. Yeah. Okay. I had a really good uh, comment. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, the album. Right. Very yes. good. Okay. Was that it? So, yeah, that's it. Um, okay. So, and Sean Campbell, mm. and, um, of course, he's with Sergio Momeso. Um, he just, he's having so much fun, and he's, he almost not takes a little bit of joy, but he has a lot of fun with um, Arturi Lekanen's Almost Lekanen's. Oh, no. Yeah. Lekanen. Here he goes in his Lekanen. The goalie makes a save. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Lekanen, <laughs> oh, my God. He had the breakaway in Jersey. And, man, yeah. did I let him have it when he shot it into the glove. I'm sorry, Lex. I Dave. had to. Oh, I did. I stood up and everything. I was like, Lekanen. <laughs> that goal is four by six, buddy. Or give or take. It just. Well, uh, let. Let Arturi's lasting memory of the happy hour be when I met him and I told him that we are all so proud of him. Oh, yeah. I am 100% yes. proud of Lekkanen. Yeah. Now, to be constructive in <laughs> our <laughs> assessment, Lex have had Lex has had a few 
rough games lately, as of late. Hasn't been able to score, but that's not his entire job. Lekkonen is a, uh, this is going to be a, a Brian Wilde term, a buzzsaw on the ice. Yeah, he's he, a checker. He's a checker, and there he goes. Somebody sent me a tweet the other day saying that the worst thing that could have happened to him was in his rookie season that he scored so many goals. Right. And now we because have... what his job, what his sort of modus operandi is, is that he's a checker. That's right. He's just out there and he does all the dirty work, which he is not afraid of. No, 100% no. not afraid of it. He's a very valuable player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he'll be with the I just want him to find the back of that net. It will, it's amazing that the depth Compared to last year, we have Lekkonen on the fourth line. That is incredible. And not even a knock on the player's ability either. No. It's just, no. hey, we have a ton of people that we have chemistry with playing on the top lines. Lex, you give the fourth line tandem hell. And that's what yeah. he does. And it's great. Yeah. yeah. And he also had a bullshit call on him. Oh, yeah. Boy, howdy. Oh, my God. I heard it. When, I didn't see it. When I saw that. I was immediately like, oh, my God, Lekkonen, you got to turn this shit around. I was typing it, <laughs> and then I saw the replay, replay, and I was like, oh, Athanasiu, you freaking motherfucker. Happy to see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. He better get a fine. Because, for- oh, my God, Mike Johnson, he was yes! like, hey, that is not high sticking. <laughs> And I never hear color people go that into it. He was like, that's not a call. That's ridiculous. You know, he just, he was, he was, he was all out about it. He was like, that's not a call. That's, that's something the refs aren't going to be happy about after the game when they're looking over. And apparently they do. Oh. And I'm only speculating. Well, it's nice of them to do that after the fact. I have no proof though. I'm speculating on this because uh, Mike Johnson sent out a tweet after that yeah. penalty was called, and he said that the ha- that the refs aren't going to like that when they're looking at it in replay. And I was like, oh, really? Interesting. So they do look at their work, quote-unquote. And apparently, at least according to the radio, um, Lekkonen had a word or two for the ref after that. Sort of to say, uh, you better make up that. And by the way, I'm glad that we didn't get a makeup call. I'm glad that we didn't get a power play. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that, too. Because we didn't <laughs> need it. Oh, my no. Lord. And it also sucks the air out of the team. They're so frustrated. It, it's just, it's nuts, too, because um, we had loads. Well, not loads, but we had power plays uh, in Jersey the pre uh, last night too, and yeah. of course I was like, "Oh great, wheel out the power play. Let's see how." And it, like it was worse than usual. Well, okay, maybe I don't. I not to my eyeballs. Not entirely worse than usual, but there were instances where I was like, "We're a, they're about to get a freaking shorthanded goal, and Taylor Hall isn't even there." That's what right. killed me the most. Yeah, actually, you about kept it. on about the Taylor Hall because that's the only player they have now. <laughs> <laughs> He's all they got. And in here, sure, of course. And then the rookie scoring scoring on price. I was like, ah, this is the worst yeah. case scenario for <laughs> a lot. Okay. The other thing about the Prudential Center, sorry to go back into it. So yeah. I was there for the 5-2 loss, right, earlier in the season. Yeah. And I was also there it's your fault, last me. season for one of their losses as well. And the thing about the goddamn Prudential Center. <clears throat> Fucking Dave, stop going. Listen, my very first Habs game that I witnessed was against the Devils in Montreal, 5-2 victory for the Habs. In Montreal. With two power play goals as well. Granted, those are back in the Subban and Markov days as well. However, doesn't matter. Subban. Subban, yeah, Subban. And Subban and Marky Mark. So, (laughs) um... Okay, where was it going? Okay, uh, okay, the the Potential Center has... And an, an obscene, obscene um, fascination with Ric Flair. Ric Flair is a professional wrestler. Okay. Okay. Um, the golden boy, Ric Flair. Have you ever watched wrestling for any point in time? Um, no, not really. Very famous guy. He's kind of like the Led Zeppelin of wrestling. So, oh. 
Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Never his, heard his signature thing in wrestling, who's like, whenever he won a world championship, he'd always be like, I'm the two-time, two-time, two-time. And he do, he, that's his gimmick. And then it became three, seven, eight, 13, 13 times, 13, just whatever it was. And then he'd just be like, woo, woo. Yo, that, the woos, right? That was woo! his whole thing. Exactly, exactly. He would do that during matches for like his finisher. And he was really... Of all the people to watch in wrestling, he was really fun to watch in wrestling. The brief time I watched it as a child, I liked Ric Flair quite a bit. So, the thing is, this is in New Jersey. Ric Flair was born in Memphis, Tennessee, so I do not understand the connection. Number two, whenever Jersey scores, depending on the number of goals that they made, that's how many woos that the crowd does. After That's each annoying. goal. Oh, oh, oh do not God. get me started. <laughs> oh, my. That sounds awful. God, it is, like I said, the place is a troll factory in yeah. ways that I've never seen any other rink on the planet do ever. <laughs> it's crazy. Just ask uh, the Nosebleeds uh, podcast guys, uh, Ian and uh, Kristen. Oh, yeah. They went to the game that I went to as well when they lost 5-2. to two. If you look at their Twitter feed for that game, they were like, this is terrible. <laughs> and it was because I wasn't having a good time that night either. It was so bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, screw that game. Um, Something that was really, yeah. really awesome about tonight was we got to see um, Fallen, Chris Fallen, Christian yeah. Fallen. Yeah. And I think it's Christian. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is too. I just don't remember. Uh, he had an assist tonight. First uh, point oh. as a hab. Um, I, I forget what goal he assisted on, but he did get it. But one there of the, were so many. There were so many. Who could keep track? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Philip Zena had a minus one on the night. Anyway. Um, oh. And no goals or assists or anything. So, you know. Oh, uh-huh. of course. Too bad. So sad. Oh. Anyway. Okay. He'll fill the net another time. Uh, not or against not. The, not against the Habs. He's going back to AHL no. forever. Bye. So, Bye. So 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 buttons. Now, <laughs> um, he in particular, Folan had one really good play that I saw. I'm just trying to think of what the entire sequence was because I actually tweeted about it as well. Um, I saw him having a perfectly fine night. He did. It yeah. just a compl- like a steady, steady yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, this is what happened. So, um, Habs get the zone. I forgot. I forget what the squad makeup was for the Habs at the time. But Folan was on the ice, and I think he was uh, partnered with Kulak on the third pairing, perhaps. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. The thing is, so he gets the puck at the point at, in his position, and man, does he let a freaking shot rip too! Holy crap! On on goal. Uh, had to be saved. Huge rebound, which led pretty much to uh, the Red Wings uh, being able to break out. So, um, Folan skates backwards to, like, center ice because the puck's over on not his side, right, against the boards. Uh, Red yeah. Wing, and he loses his footing. So, now he's oh. skating backwards on one knee, and his one skate's kind of, like, underneath him, right? Yep. The pass goes to Phillips Zadina. And Philip Zadina is his man now to to get because now they're mano a mano. Folan, without missing a step, he's able to regain his balance and get back to two skates. You know, so he's able to prop himself up easily while keeping pace with Philip Zadina and making a great defensive play on him. Because that was it. It was just him. Uh, like if he fell over, Zadina would have had like an open shot on goal, but. Folan made a great play, super good awareness against the kid who, yes, is really damn good at hockey, just not quite uh, NHL not, ready. Yeah, he's not ready. Yeah, uh, highly touted pick. What would he go? Fifth or something like that? Yeah. Whatever the whole. Not happy thing about was. that either. No, he was not. Too bad. Since mm-hmm. that, but so I was. Whatever. I was very happy about that. Um, I was surprised that price started again, but uh, I was not. Uh, we needed these two points, Dave. Yes, we did. I just I was surprised that Claude was like, "Yeah, we need these two points because usually it's always the system. It's always the systematic uh, well, method." Well, what it Claude all. said was, "Yeah, Carrie did not have, you know, he didn't he didn't have to, uh, have a really rough night at the office yesterday. He didn't really have to work too hard last night, 
So that was the excuse, right? right. Yep, yep. And the same thing with um, pulling out Pekka in mm-hmm. favor of Weiss and that sort of thing, uh, pulling out Riley in favor of... And Riley, by many accounts, had himself a fine night last night. And I agree. Um, it's just in special teams that, again, I always wonder about Riley. So I'm not sure what's going on there. But anyway, mm-hmm. um uh, Claude Julian's never going to throw any of his players under the bus and he's never going to say, you know, he's never going to give a reason that's going to provide fodder for narratives. He's just going to say, well, you know, we Mm -hmm. figured based on the way things went last night, Carrie didn't have to work too hard. It's a rotation, yada, yada, yada. So it was Weiss and Folin in Pekka and Riley out. And Niemi. Now, the interesting question becomes, what about the next back-to-back? Yeah. Because we really are have put ourselves in a position where we have to battle for every two points we definitely, that are available to us. We are definitely uh, in there. And I actually had some numbers uh, sketched up uh, to talk about that. I actually have to pull them back up again. But, yeah, yeah. this is... It's crunch time, and the Habs, yeah. they got a crunch real hard. I mean, there's a little bit of a cushion because we're look, we're always talking about Pittsburgh and Columbus, Pittsburgh, Columbus, and Carolina, right? And yes. Yeah, that's— Pittsburgh sucks, though. Yeah, they're not super great, but right now it's uh, Montreal wildcard one, yeah. Pittsburgh wildcard two, Columbus is out, Carolina's in the third spot in the Metropolitan. And that's the whole thing. The next— um. Atlantic team behind the Habs are uh, Buffalo, right? Because Philadelphia is not Atlantic, are they? No. No, okay. So Buffalo. Uh, Montreal has 75 points. Buffalo has 66. Wow. Which, so the only thing that Montreal has to worry about are the Metropolitan teams. And honestly, I'm still very optimistic about that. But they got to play hard because the last stretch of games at the very end of the season, if they haven't clinched or clinched yet, uh, that's going to be really tough. Carolina is now in the top three in the yep. metropolitan. Yep. Yep. Metropolitan three. Yep. Yeah. So, and CBJ mm-hmm. got to watch out for. Yeah. They're Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is the podcast after the trade deadline. Yeah, sure. The Habs, right. I mean, the Habs picked up a, um, Jeffrey Wheel, is it? I'm not sure what his first name is. Wheel, though, is his Wheel name. Wheel is his last name, and, and everybody's had a lot of fun with all the puns. Absolutely. It's the yeah. Wheel deal. I... He's a wheelie good pickup. Yes, he is. So, <laughs> and for those that are... Um... And actually, he is a really interesting pickup. I will be interested to watch him because apparently he's like Paul Byron. Likewise. Nope, and that's exactly what I was going to say, too, is that he's been <clears throat> described... Uh, to people as a uh, a fourth line Byron, a uh, good faceoff guy again, kind of like Thompson was brought in, and Thompson's paying dividends too on the faceoff oh, guy. Oh, he had a great night. <clears throat> great night. I mean, yes, uh, Detroit. I mean, they're hurting, but even Whatever. even against Jersey, uh, Thompson was not that bad yeah. on the dot either. So having that stability to win a faceoff, it's yeah. huge. It's massive. I would know. I kind of. I kind of have that job, You're, so yeah, I that's, know. So there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's important to start the play with the puck. I, oh, I remember yeah. when the narrative in Montreal, when um, Galchenyuk was uh, a hab, it's like, well, everybody puts too much emphasis on 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 uh, whatever. What's that called now? Face offs. Getting the puck. Oh. Face offs. Yes. Uh, everybody puts too much emphasis on that. Yada yada. Big Crazy. deal. Who cares? Ooh. Well, it makes a big difference if you can start the play with the puck dave as you know personally i do know personally i have more to say about it so (laughs) no it's just that i i just recall in my nightmares last year how teams would win um win a face-off in in our zone uh get the puck to one of their defensemen and then they just rip it past price in a second i remember that happened a lot yeah. Don't have a number off the top of my head, but just I like I said, I had nightmares about it. Just bing, 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 bam, yeah. damn, there it was. Um and being able to win them for us in the defensive zone, great. 
negates that issue from happening. And being able to win in the offensive zone, yes, the Habs are great 5v5. Man, uh, being able to keep the zone, I mean, as they did in Detroit here, it was just a crazy, uh, uh, you know, crazy sequence of events almost every time the Habs had the it puck. It was domination. Dominant, dominant, dominant yeah. play. Tatar yeah. again. Wow. Oh. Does he not like his former team? I can't, know. <laughs> just crazy. He doesn't like any of his former teams. Right. They can all eat shit. Yeah, damn straight they can. So yeah. we were talking about the, the the roster changes, and I wanted to talk about price again for another second. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Mike Johnson had a had a really interesting point to say about that, and that um, Claude, you know, on top of price being our go to man, of course he's our go to man. We need these yeah. points. He's also sending a bit of a message to the rest of the team as well. Like they're saying, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, uh, he's saying, I'm assigning price this game. Boys, play. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm giving you. you guys haven't been cutting it. Right, exactly. So that's another aspect to it as well. The mental aspect to the players, the confidence aspect as well. Uh, yeah. Knowing that you have a world-renowned goaltender and carry price back there. And yeah, um, aside from that, Folan was great. Um, Pekka, I wanted to mention too. Uh, not in a great light. I mean, and he's a good player, but man, there was the first goal from Last Jersey night. was definitely off a bit of a flub of a play from him. Just whiffed on a shot that led to a zone exit, to a zone entry, and bam, that stupid rookie got the tip in. Yeah. Could have happened to anybody, honestly. Price yeah. had no chance on that shot. No. But even so, just crazy. Oh, well. And another thing that I wanted to mention about tonight. Yeah. And then go back and mention the past few games is uh, our captain, Shea Weber. Hi. Yes. Okay, guys. Listen up. Veronica's talking. All right. (laughs) So he he got another puck off the face tonight. Oh, I've never seen anybody take a puck to the face like that. Just (laughs) anger. Goes and breaks his stick, and then the blood is running down his neck, and he's offered assistance, and he's like, fuck off, I'm fine. Exactly. He he's was like, mad. I don't need it. No. No, that's he's it. He's a but mad mountain. He he stayed on the ice on his skates after that, too, and he was yeah. just skating, almost not really looking, not really getting into position either, and he got in front of a shot, and he actually covered his face. I'm like, oh, he's hurt. And I was like, yeah. oh, no. But he, he he was fine. But just, wow, if anybody messed with him at that second, they would not oh, be of this earth. I know. A couple of people said that to me. He better not play again because he will kill somebody. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. It's crazy. And now, Shea Weber, mm-hmm. which we touched on in the last um, episode, um, at, I personally, myself, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel like he's playing through something. Yeah. Um, other people seem to think that he's hit a wall, his age, he forgot how to play hockey, all of that stuff. No, all that's just bullshit. Incorrect. I feel like he's playing through something just like at this stage of the year, everybody's playing through something. And so because he would, and I mean, if his age was a factor and all of that stuff, he would not have come back like the Norris Trophy candidate that he came back as in November after having not set foot or at least played an NHL game in a calendar year. The way that he came back and how he dominated and absolutely took control of games and did everything right for his team, uh, the age thing or the hitting a wall thing or the miles on him or whatever, um, that that argument doesn't hold any water for me um mitch melnick who i adore and i respect um he's mentioned frequently um especially since we acquired shea weber is um about how shea weber was not good in game seven of that series when he was a nashville predator i guess i think it was against san jose oh Um, so many people harped on that nonsense and pointing to that as you know, the reason or sort of the, 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 the revelation of, you know, this here is proof of my opinion about Shea Weber. Shea Weber as once again, 
Eller and Corson's dad pointed out last time we thought there was something, Shea Weber, what's wrong with him? We found out he'd been playing for 40 games with a broken foot. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think that now he's playing through something. And the same as putting Carey Price in again, sending a message to the rest of his teammates. It's also sending a a message to the rest of his teammates for whatever Shea is going through, which he will come through. He will pull through because he's Shea Weber. Um, It's like maybe you're relying too much on these two people. And maybe you better fucking smarten up and be more responsible. And, I mean, I don't want to harp on the Habs at all because look at where they are and look at what they've done, especially considering how the uh, sort of conventional wisdom said that they were going to be a lottery team and they were going to be garbage and they were going to be a joke and everything else and look at everything that they've accomplished. But, I mean, now it's crunch time and we do know that these guys, I think, we know that the, these guys are not a flash in the pan and they're, they're not just doing everything because of adrenaline or energy or everything else. There's a, there's a special recipe that's happening here and maybe they've gotten a little bit too complacent in their two dads on the team. So anyway, I just wanted to bring up Shea Weber because I, it, it, it hurts my heart to see, to, to, to even contemplate how, people could consider that he is done or has hit a wall or anything else. Just look at him tonight. People were afraid that he'd go back out on the ice to, and kill somebody after he took a fucking puck to the face and the blood was running down his neck and he refused assistance. That's Shea Weber in a nutshell. So anyway, I wanted to talk about him tonight because I find that um, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago as well on Twitter about apucaditos. Uh, this sort of phenomenon that goes on in Chile where um, as soon as they're at the first sign of of adversity, people turtle and, you know, you sort of default to um, weakness and, and, and giving in and submission and all of the rest. And it's like something's going on with Shea Weber. Let's fucking help him out and let's support him. Because, not that he needs your fucking support, but, you know, just just change the way that you think a little bit and 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 show a little support and and show a little faith in that. Oh, my God, it's faith. not that he's old and done. It's right. faith. It is faith. Gotta have faith. <laughs> Gotta have faith. <laughs> Gotta have faith, faith, faith. I gotta have faith, baby. Um, <laughs> I don't got my blue jeans on. So, oh, George Michael. Oh, Jorge so Michael. I love mm-hmm. George Michael. Oh, you would, Veronica. You would. Oh my you? God, I love him so much. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I get people saying that Weber hasn't had the best games as of late, but like, maybe there's a reason. Yeah. Hopefully. And it's not, oh my God, he became old. No. All of a sudden, he remembered how old he is. No, absolutely not. My, uh, the only concern I would say would, would be like, God, don't have a broken foot. Get it checked out. That's the only thing. Like, he is the tough guy, but at the same time, it's like, ah, don't be that tough. Yeah, no, and, and, I understand that fear, but I don't think that they would be taking that kind of a chance with him. Mm-hmm. Now, what surprised me, um, this is this goes back to the Toronto game and then with uh, Jonathan Drouin. A flu enough to take warm-ups but then be like, nah, I'm not 100%. Yeah. So if there's a flu going around, yeah, everybody has a flu by default. Done. Our beloved so Ashley had said mentioned the same that. thing. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Because I was, I don't know if she said it online or just like with us, but she said I think that they're all sick. <laughs> no, she said it with us because I was being a uh, a whiner whiner on yeah. uh, on the DMs Wine there. Bag. Mm-hmm. Thought I was. I wasn't having myself a, a great evening sitting no, no, there. No. Well, you were there with the middle schoolers who were picking on you too. Yeah, I can't believe those motherfuckers. <laughs> so, those those little bastards. So, <laughs> I was sitting there sprawled oh, out. Awful. A cardboard box of French fries and chicken fingers in my lap and a freaking Labatt Blue on my other knee. And I was just like, this fucking sucks. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, I was having a night. Oh well, but um. So no, uh, Weber's playing through something. Everybody knows what they're doing, regardless, and yeah, it's gonna work out though. It's gonna be fine. We're all it's gonna going have to be fun. fine because. Um, Sean Starr, who I know is not one of your favorites, but I like him a lot. He and... blocked me, okay? Do you know how many people blocked me? he blocked you. Like 50 for various reasons. <laughs> was he high, said, um, he made a really good point yesterday. Like, I mean, their show is on way too early for me to listen to, but oh, yeah. uh, they're podcasted online. And he said in one of the segments yesterday morning, uh, I think it was actually talking about today's game about how they had to win. But um, he said one of the important things, like I've I've mentioned throughout this season about the Habs, that a really important thing that they've been learning is learning how to win. Yeah. Like overcoming adversity in game and learning how to win and finding a way to pull it out. Um, he said a, an important thing that an important thing that they are learning and probably the one loss that they can point to this season is a Toronto loss is also learning how to lose and understanding what happened there and no uh, understanding what to do so that it doesn't happen again. That's You know, makes sense. I don't know. I don't remember why I brought up Sean star or that fact, but I think it would, I find, I think it was pertinent to whatever we were talking I about. I think it's because we were talking about middle schoolers. <laughs> I always love you, Sean Starr. Great guy. Um, yeah, now, he's a good guy. Yeah, let's see. What else do we got here? So, oh, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up the month of February because this was the last game in February, and I like doing monthly yeah. roundups of things. Um, okay. This was our second to worst month. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes you talked about that today yeah no these are i like doing these things because of how many points were available how how many we got and all that good stuff it kind of yeah. if we lose then sets the tone so right. so <clears throat> buttons uh yep thank you so in the month of february we had 11 12 13 we had 13 games to play uh our record went six five and two so we kind of squeaked by as things. We got over 50. Including tonight? Including tonight, yes. Okay. So we squeaked by 6-5-2. We uh, out of, what did I say, 13 games. So 13 games, that's 26 points. Six, five, yes. That means 13. we are. <laughs> that means that we were able to get 14 out of 26 points. And uh, it could have been worse, of course. Uh, of course. I believe that we had our worst losing streak this month. Yes. In that three-game streak, right? Where we Four had, games, well, technic- three in regulation. Three in regulation, and that's the important thing. I don't care about losing in overtime much. I mean, it matters, yes, but mm-hmm. but, but regulation losses, if you get a, a string of those, that's bad. Because we had that one stretch in – where the hell was it? November. Uh, was it November – I think so. Yeah, we had that run, one stretch in November where we had overtime loss, a loss, loss, overtime loss, then a loss, loss, a loss, loss, and people mm-hmm. were going crazy because they haven't won a game. Oh, yeah. like, no, 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 no. We we got points, thank God. So that that's okay. Um, this was definitely so. So like I said, this was our second worst month. Uh, we went undefeated at home in regulation. <laughs> yeah. Had two overtime losses at home. On the road, we did very bad. This was definitely our worst road um, month for whatever reason uh, with losses, like straight losses against Nashville, uh, Tampa Bay, which was so, so frustrating. Florida, oh, that was the Niemi game that we couldn't get back, unfortunately. Mm. Toronto, super frustrating. And then Jersey, super frustrating. That's – but – you know, I'm, I'm saying that now, and that's kind of uh, – what's the word there? It's, it's, it's encouraging because they were frustrating losses in a way. Uh, Tampa, we played yeah. them super well up until the third. Florida, um, after we got Price in, we were, get, we were giving them hell but just couldn't yeah. convert. We couldn't make up ground. 
Toronto, giving them hell until hell came to us, apparently. Uh, Jersey was a bit of a wash in the Nashville game. I actually don't think I watched the Nashville game, but, uh, you know, what can you do? Nashville, by the way, was shut out by the Blues tonight. Ooh, there's all kinds of smoke around Nashville right now. That is kind of weird, ain't it? Yeah. I mean, they just got Wayne Simmons, who admittedly, I was wondering, like, man, if Bergevin makes a makes a freaking play on the trade deadline that's going to spook, I mean, just blow everyone out of the water. Yeah. It ought to be Wayne Simmons, but it wasn't. So, you know, it happens, no. but, but whatever. Now, yeah, Nashville, what is what is going on? So, I don't really care, but no, I don't really give a shit. But uh, there seems to be all kinds of smoke around there, but all kinds of familiar smoke around there. Oh, like very interesting, like our kind of familiar, yeah. Like, Mm. so yesterday, effing, I always in my in my mind, I call him effing Vini, Mike Vini, yeah. (laughs) Hi, Mike, quote tweeted, Hi, Mike, he oh, he had a bit of a shit weekend. Oh, he's yes, not doing he did. good, so yeah. everybody have him in your thoughts. Mike, I haven't uh, I haven't tweeted you about any of that stuff, but you are yeah. in my thoughts, in yeah. our thoughts. And yeah. uh things will get better. One step at a yep. time, man. That's all it is. Yep. Just just lock the kids in the closet for like yeah. three, for like seventy six hours. They'll get tired, <laughs> weak, and then you can take control Absolutely. again. Absolutely. So F and Vini set uh sent out a tweet yesterday, sort of quote tweeted something, and as you know, I have everything relating to Nashville and, and uh, Summon muted on my Twitter. So I was just like, oh, what's his tweet? Because it obviously shows up blank. And there was something about how he had been pulled from warm-ups. Oh, that's and, right. right? Uh. And then there was speculation about why are they, is he being traded? No, 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 of course he can't, you know, all of the townspeople from Beauty and the Beast came out. He, of course he's not going to be <laughs> traded. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, but, and then some speculated, well, you know, he might not play, he's hurt, and yada, yada, yada. Well, uh, he played last night. So why did he get pulled, and why was there all of that weird scenario that played out during yesterday's practice? It was just a little weird. And for me, I, it seems like maybe a little bit of smoke around that situation. Right. No, that is – it is inter- – I mean, of course, it could have been – goddamn anything too right but the speculation would be like he, he he's pulled during practice on the trade deadline day and it's like oh yeah so is he going yeah. to ottawa for mark stone <laughs> you know like who the hell knows at that point yeah imagine yeah. suban as a senator wow because <laughs> you even contemplate it i i can't oh imagine Just, finding out you've been traded to ottawa yeah, sorry, Chris Hilgenberg, my friend. Yeah, but, uh, buddy, man, pal, bud, and then Brian five or six. Oh my god, I don't know how that oh, guy's still yeah. alive. <laughs> just drinking, chasing after his granny on the roof. Jesus, what? Uh, just, it's one of his running <laughs> gags. It's okay. Him and his producer Larry. Man, right, man. It's, I don't it's, follow him. Oh my god, you ought to. If you want to know what what pain and suffering is. Follow him. No, you know, and that (laughs) that kind of brings me. No, that kind of brings me to um, another thing that I wanted to touch on tonight, and it's kind of relating to um, uh, all of the doom and gloom over the last couple of losses among the Montreal fan base and everything else. And um, somebody said something to me yesterday because right right after uh, Mark Bergevin's press or right during Mark Bergevin's press conference, actually, because I did listen to it. I, I tweeted out, I unapologetically love Mark Bergevin and our favorite guy who I mentioned in our last episode, um, he came after me and he goes, yeah, well, um, and that causes you to see everything through rose colored glasses. They're the best kind of glasses there, bud. Well, yeah, and I was kind of like, first of all, what do you know about how I see things? And second of all, what do you care? Like, for 10 years, I've been on this Twitter app where people come after me for um, uh, having a positive outlook on things. And some people really, really, it, 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 it bothers them a lot. Like, 
it to the point where they where they try to convince me come down here come down here where we are you know like I I don't want to like I have enough seriousness and it, nobody knows anything about my life experience okay so I, I I've I've gone through enough real situations in my life that I'm not and I've chosen to wherever I can and wherever I have the power to, to see things in a positive light, to it in a large part to make things better for the people around me as well. Because you see these people that have all of these horrible dark timelines where everything's shitty and everything's awful and they're complaining about everything and they want everybody to bitch with them. And it's kind of like where you want to go if you want to feel worse. Well, I don't see like my Twitter. That's not that's not for those people. If you want to feel worse about something and you want to feel terrible about something, don't go look at my tweets. And what's it fucking to you if I happen to see everything through rose colored glasses, which is not how I happen to see things when it comes to Mark Bergevin. And so anyway, I tweeted that out yesterday and he came after me and I'm just like, what's it to you, man? Yeah. And anyway, he, he ended up saying, well, I prefer to be a realist. And I'm like, well, the reality is that the Montreal Canadiens have been in a playoff spot for the entire season, except for something like six hours one time in December. Yeah. So that's the reality. That is reality. If, if, you're, if you're bragging about being a realist, I mean, that's the reality. That's a fact. Yeah. That's on black and white in yeah. every stats page across the internet verse. That's the fact, Jack. That's right. That's true. No, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. People, yeah, I just, oh, God, I hate them so much. <laughs> but, no, it's just, this I is. I really liked, yeah. This is a, it is a better season than many predicted. Of course, we knew that we had something here. We knew it. We knew yep. we had something here. Of course. Our listeners knew it. Of course, I'm saying that, but anybody can look at my profile name. And they can see that I predicted that the Habs will end the season with 84 points, which would be an That's improvement right. from last year. However, right. now we are nine points away from that currently. That mm -hmm. is another five wins. Yeah. And what we need and what the sweet spot is for the playoffs, as uh, has been said from many, including Brian Wild, 95 was last year's playoff skin to the teeth. So we need yeah. ourselves another 20 points. That's 10 games, and we only have 18 games left. Yeah. That, it's well, going to be down to the wire. And so now is the time to show our support. That's right. Absolutely. And show our faith. Go to those because games. It, yeah. Like, imagine, we've talked about this, like, earlier, like, way earlier when we first started the, the podcast, is don't shit on people and kick people when they're down. Not that this group, I think that this group is mentally strong enough that they don't really give a shit about what the fans think. The other thing is, um, too, I mean, I think they give a shit, but it's not as important to them. Well, some of yeah. them do apparently. Cause some players have some fans blocked. Oh, <gasps> yes. That's Philippe right. Deneau. Yeah. Philip Deneau. Yeah. He, he knows takes no prisoners. he watches. <laughs> He watches every one of you little scumbags. He's going to block you. If you're talking shit about him or his teammates, he, you're going to get blocked. And speaking <laughs> of other people, Thomas Plekenic goes all in for the Habs. He says, I like, I like this trade that happened. I like this trade that happened. Can't wait for the playoffs. Hashtag let's go let's Habs. Go Habs. <laughs> it's like, what? What? My God, Plakenic! Amazing. I want to get my teeth done in the Czech Republic just to freaking watch one of his games yeah. with Yager? Oh my God, could you believe <gasps> that? Him and Yager on the same damn team, I think. Still, yeah, just crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, so awesome. Wow. So I wanted to, I, yeah, I wanted to throw in um, Mark Bergevin, who had his press conference yesterday, and I think it was a good one because he basically, other than. Um, wheel making that really good deal <laughs> sort of just improving the depth on the team he did a couple of things which is stand pat and stay true to his vision oh, that yeah. he laid out several weeks ago even though some fans 
you know, whatever expected him to do something other than what he said he was going to do. So he stayed, he stood pat. And there's a couple of things that I like about that. A, that it's clear that he's not swaying from his vision, but B, that, and he's done this before, but I think it might, it, it has, it has a chance to get through to the players now is that he believes in them. Like he believe he said previously, the answer is in the room. And he's made and that And it should room. always be. Yeah. You know? And that room is 10 times better. And we know oh that from God. just, they're having so much fun. Tatar, and this was mentioned again uh, by either Robinson or Johnson on the, on the uh, uh, commentating the game, is that Tatar's just presence in the room is that he's never having a bad time. Even when yep. he was in Vegas not being played and he was getting interviewed about that, he wasn't complaining. He wasn't nope. doing nothing. He's like, I'm sitting. That's it. That's the team decision. Yeah. I'm sitting. Now he's being made to shine in Montreal, and it's showing. And there's a lot of things to talk about that, too. Um, Max Domi has more points than see- this season than Alex Galchenyuk has had ever as a hab. That is oh. something. Sorry, Alex, but that is something. Yeah. And that's only going to improve because, oh, my yeah. God. Um we are going to have next this coming camp. We're going to have Paling, Suzuki. Um, we're going to have people coming up, and it's going to be a whole next year and the year after. Yeah. Holy cow! Watch out. And maybe those kids are are going to put themselves in the situation that, like, just like this year with Kotkaniemi, and That's that right. is that they have no choice but to keep him because he was playing just as good as any of the regulars. So, you know, training camp is going to be a big deal. There's going to be a lot of competition and there's going to be a lot of skill and it's going to be fun. And mm-hmm. the future is going to be bright. But for right now, I want to think about now. That's right. And what we've got happening now. And few expected that the Habs would be where they are, but they are sure providing a lot of entertainment for us and optimism as well. And although optimism for many is a four letter word, it's actually a, 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 um, it's a really good, healthy thing to possess. It is a six letter word up to, no, 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 (laughs) No, it's it's a way more, it's like, it's like an eight letter word. Wait a second. No, no, I know this. Optimism. No, no, I was, eight letters. I I was talking, oh shit, optimism. Eight. Yes, eight. I just nice. I just counted it on my keyboard. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so uh, we are now out of time, but I think we covered everything that. that we needed to. Um, yeah. The next game is against the Rags in uh, MSG. I'll be there in person. Another back to back. Screaming. Is it a back to back? Who's the Who's the Saturday Pittsburgh? Oh Pittsburgh. Oh, we got that. Fucking, we've been owning Pittsburgh all freaking all season. Saturday night. Did I you want... see what Pittsburgh did tonight? Whatever. They had a pretty big game. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Who cares? They had we a pretty. Them. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a CBJ, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Yes, it was five to two against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The renewed. My God, if Duchesne <laughs> misses the playoffs again, could you? <gasps> did you see that imagine? meme? Imagine. Yes. Wait, wait. The one where it's like, let me in. Let me in. Oh, no. Where where he's on his bed. As oh. a, like, they put his face on like a child who's on a, a Columbus Blue Jacket <laughs> themed bed. Yes. <laughs> about his childhood team. Oh, and that video about Pajama Boy. Oh, yeah. The John Tavares video. Okay. Ooh. Really quick about that before we go. I think it's a joke. No, no. It, Regardless, Do you think it's satire? I think it's satire. <laughs> I think there's plenty of real pissed off Long Islander <laughs> people that oh, are. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I and they have every right to be pissed. Oh, yeah. He left. Now, of yeah. course, you can say, well, it's actually management's fault. And I'm like, man, yeah. that's a two-way street. And yeah. somebody, and I mean, <laughs> he didn't want a deal in Long Island. And he walked no. and they and he went for nothing. And I said it on Twitter. That'd be like if Carrie Price was like, nope, bye, and just left. Yeah. We yes. would not be very happy with Carrie Price. I don't care if he's the savior of the new world. 
we wouldn't be happy with him. No, no, no. So anybody in Long Island that's pissed about John Tavares, you have every right to be because yeah. I think he's a piece of shit, honestly. Yeah. Not just I for the him. trade, but because he decided to, uh, you know, spend his time with a bunch of children. Yeah. And I have to send you this quick. Okay. You're going to like it. And then we're going to go. Okay. Okay. It's going to be really funny. Okay. This is the uh, Matt Duchesne thing. Oh. It's going to show up in your in your, in your, your Twitter DM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You have to feel bad for him, but he did it to himself. I want to yes, play on a playoff team, and it's yeah. just been shit for the ever since he came to Ottawa. It's just been shit. Absolute, <laughs> an absolute catastrophe. Oh, God. Follow Brian Five or Six. Either way, we're the happy hour. Thank you for yeah. tuning in. Um, Thank you for listening. And we'll have a new episode. Uh, it's going to be a while until the next one, but it'll be up next week sometime. And uh, yeah. you'll listen to us then. Thank you for joining us. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. 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 That was good. It was.